Because we're a little different today, right? Mr. Milgett, love you. Amen. Uh, I like it when it's like that, when it's a little different, right? And man, we're not religious. We're, we're, we're listening to God, and then we're moving where God tells us to move. Amen? And that's what it's all about, right? Uh, I thank God for your testimony. Amen? And uh, there, is, uh, there is healing, right, after addiction, right? There is healing. There is healing after many things that we go through. Amen? Uh, this month has been a difficult month. Uh, emotionally, you know, we go through some stuff and we don't want to share it. And we see each other and we say, hey, I love you. And we smile. And if you know me, I'm always smiling, you know. Hey, how you doing, you know. But deep inside, sometimes there's things happening that only God can change in my life. Amen. Only God can move in my life. Amen. And today was a true testimony of what God was doing, amen. It shows me that God is real, amen. It shows me that God is moving, amen. When we see testimonies like the healing testimony of Mildred, even though she's in a wheelchair, we're going to claim her healing, amen. Amen. When we hear the testimony about this brother and about uh, Jonathan, amen, we know that God is real and God is moving, amen. And, and that's the God that we serve, amen? So uh, uh, we're, we're, we're talking about activate, right? We've been talking about activate all month, and I think this is the last week, right? We're talking about activate. And I was thinking about that God calling it to be, amen? And God calls it to be, and he has the last word, right? Because God says that I am the, all, the alpha and the omega. So he has the last word, Amen? And he has the last word in your life today. Amen? It doesn't matter what you're going through or where you've been at or where your life at is right now. God has the last word. Amen? So I just wanted to point that out. One of the uh, 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 scriptures I wanted to point out was uh, uh, Genesis 2-7. And that's the opening scripture. And if you can just stand, amen, if you want, you don't have to. We don't want to make this religious, right? <laughs> Amen. And Genesis 2, 7 says, Then the Lord formed a man from dust of the ground and breathed. Amen. What did he do? Breathe. He breathed into his nostril the breath of what? Life. Amen. And the man became a living being. Amen. We'll leave it there. We can all have a seat. Amen. And, and I'm thinking about the breath of God, right? That we all have the breath of God in us, amen? If you're living today, if you're breathing today, you have the breath of God in you, amen? You're not dead. Don't count it, don't count it out, amen? Don't count yourself out, amen? So the breath of God is in me, is in you. And sometimes we say to ourselves, it is what it is. Have you heard that saying? It doesn't have to be that way. It is what it is. Amen? Oh, brother, it is what it is. We can change every situation. We can change situations in life. Amen? When we think about Genesis and, and, and God said, I'm going to destroy uh, Sodom, Abraham, right? He said, 
uh, don't destroy him. You know, he kept pleading for these people. And he said, well, if you can find 50 righteous people, then I won't destroy it. And what happened was that I don't think he found 50 righteous because he started to negotiate. And he said, well, how about 40 people? Right? So here we go negotiating with God. Oh, man, I can't even find 40 righteous people. How about 30 people? You know? So things can change in your life. Things can change in your life if you begin to talk to God. Amen? So that's the key thing. Begin to talk to God. Begin to be open to God. Amen? Amen. Don't stop breathing. Don't lay your life down. You know, we count it all out, right? Just like his brother's testimony. For 10 years, I ran the street. I was a crack addict. I was a crack addict, 1980 through the 90s, right? In 1990, God spoke to me. And he said, if you continue this way, you're going to die in the street. And I, what did I do? What did I do? I responded. I said, oh, no, Lord. Forgive me, Lord. You know, and I know I needed some help. So I went and got some help. I remember one brother telling me, which he passed away recently. He said, if you ever need help, come see me. And what I do, I call him up, and he got me into a program. And 30 years later, I'm here. Amen? Amen? See, because God called it to be. What God calls to be, it doesn't change because your situation changed. Just because you lay your life down doesn't mean that you're not supposed to be a prophet or an evangelist or a a teacher or, or anything like that. If God called you to be something, you're going to be that person, amen? As long as you're breathing and you want, to, you, you want to confess to God, listen, God, I messed up. I want to get on the right track. God will put you on the right track. Don't count it out. Amen? Don't count your life out. You're too valuable for God. Amen? There is a purpose why I am here today. Been married 40 years. Amen? Huh? Come on. 40 years. Going through some difficulties with, uh, anyway, going through some emotional stuff. And God has called me to be a shepherd. When we take these surveys, God said, I'm a shepherd. Now, how do we do our shepherding? Amen. Praise the Lord. Don't throw me off track, brother. Uh, who did that? You know, I get off track quick. Don't do that. Put your phone on a buzzer. Where was I? Okay. Okay, amen. Praise the Lord. So God called me to be a shepherd, amen? And uh, for this reason... I've been going through some emotional stuff and I'm stepping up to the plate where a shepherd takes care of his flock. And I'm talking about family. For me, I'm talking about family, right? And I got to do the right thing. I got to I gotta, I gotta protect. I got to say what is in my heart. I got to counsel. And that's what a shepherd does and he takes care of his flock, right? And God has called me to be a, a shepherd at this time, amen? What has he called you to do? 
What is your calling? Amen? What is your calling? What are you going to do to activate your calling? Amen? Are you going to count it all out? I'm out. I give up. That's not my calling. Don't stop. Don't stop. Amen? When you're down and feeling like your life is over with, Nothing is working out. Everything seems like it's going wrong. And we continue to look in the wrong places, amen? And sometimes we ask for uh, advice from the wrong person, amen? And we might go through a difficulty time, and maybe somebody's been through it, and, and, and maybe they surround themselves around worldly people, and, and what happens is that you get worldly advice, amen? So let's get, let's get it right. Let's... let's, let's, let's Come together within our family, amen, and get the right advice. But John 4, 13 and 14 says, Jesus answered, everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks of the water I give them will never thirst. Amen? Is that good? Amen. Indeed, the water I give them will become in them a spring of living, a spring of water welling up to eternal life. Amen? Amen. So he's going to give you a water, this, uh, a wailing water, right? And if, you, and if you look at what wailing water is, you have to dig a deep hole in the ground. It comes up. Amen? So what God wants to do in your life, right? He wants to go deep in your life. He wants to go deep in your life. Wherever you're at, wherever you've been in, life, in, in, in your life right now, he wants to go deep. So he can tap into that water, amen? He wants you to tap into that water so it can come up and overflow, amen? So God wants to overflow in your life, amen? So he wants, he wants to breathe into your soul, right? When, when he made Adam, right, he, he, he said, I'm going to breathe into his soul, right? So this is flesh here. We're, so we're talking about the inner man, the soul, the spirit, right? God wants to breathe into you. And, and what happens when he breathes into you? You become alive, right? There is something about God when God touches you, I tell you. You know? There's something about God when he touches you and you're in a bad place and, or you're in a good place, right? And God touches you and he begins to put something in you, and it begins to, to work in you, and you begin to, to you, you might want to dance or something, right? You know, that's, that's the God that we serve, amen? Don't give up. Don't give up. Deuteronomy 31.6 says, when I am weak, you are my strength, amen? God is our strength today, Amen? Matthew 4.23 says, when I am sick, you are my healer. Amen. Speak life into your situation. Speak life into your situation. Speak life into your ministry. Amen. I was listening to this, uh, listening to this Spanish guy, right? And he was preaching and he caught my attention because he, when he speaks Spanish, he speaks a little broken Spanish like me. And I said, wow, he sounds familiar. And he, was, and he was a little older than me, and he had a testimony. He had a testimony. He said, man, 
This is the first time I preached since 30 years ago. And what happened was that he was an elder in the church, and he used to be a preacher in the church, and he got discouraged, and he fell, and he slipped, and for 30 years, he never preached. For 30 years, he ran the streets, and he began to drink and fight with his wife. He was telling me this joke. that It was kind of funny because he told his wife, uh, Mommy, you know, Puerto Ricans in New York, older Puerto Ricans, they call their lady, Mommy. So he lost his keys, and he said, Mommy, tira me la llave, throw my keys down. And she got, you know, in New York, they don't have elevators. Some people got to walk down three flights to open the door. So, you know, she was mad. She was mad. So she came down, and she opened the door. She said, what happened to your keys? And, you know, if you're out there in the world and you've been drinking, you don't want to hear that, right? So that caught my attention. Anyway, it sounded familiar. Mommy, throw me my keys. Let me in. And then he was, he would say that I'm all into the chuletas and stuff. It means that he's in the world, that he's in, when he says chuleta. Anyway, so this guy, for 30 years, he didn't preach. For 30 years, he ran the street. But he kept carrying this, this, uh, this New Testament, like this men's devotion, devotional, right? And he would carry this thing all over, and he would read it. Because how many people know that when you're saved and you backslide, God continues to speak to you, right? How many people know that when you're, when you're still backsliding and you're drunk? Man, I remember being drunk with somebody. We used to try to minister to somebody. Hey, man, <laughs> God is big. God can open up the sea and, you know, it looked so foolish, you know. But, but what happens is that God never stops speaking to you. And you know what happens? You live a, a horrible life because you have backslid and God continued to speak to you while you're still in the world. And it's, it's, it's devastating because you're, you're man, you, you can go crazy, I tell you. You know? So stay safe, man, <laughs> or, or come to the Lord, man, because God is going to continue to speak to you. And this brother, right, he continued, God continued to, one night, God was talking to him, and he said, come worship me at night. And the guy said, man, I just want to get back to bed, you know? And then he would say, come worship me. Oh, I just want to get back to bed, you know? And this is what happens when you're in the world. God speaks to you, and you just want to get back to bed. You want to be comfortable in bed. You want to be lazy. That's what it is. You want to be lazy. So God continued to speak to him. And one day he felt so convicted that he repented. Amen? And God breathed into his life. God restored the man. And he said, here I am 30 years later what I was called to do. Now I'm doing it 30 years later. So God called it to be 30 years ago, and now he's there 30 years don't waste your life. Don't waste your life on the things of the world when God is calling you because you can be used. Amen? And the guy was giving praise because he said, I lost 30 years of my life in the world when I could have been doing this. And I remember when I got saved, 
I was 30 years old. And when I turned 40, I began to cry. I said, <laughs> I didn't accomplish nothing. <laughs> I did all these drugs and I didn't accomplish nothing. You know, 10 years wasted. Right? That's how we think. That's how I thought. 10 years wasted, I didn't accomplish nothing. And thank God for my wife, she said, you're not where you want to be. You're not where you used to be. What's the saying? Amen. All right. Amen. Thank you. But, she, but my wife ministered to me at that point. She said, you're not where you want to be, but you're not where you used to be. Okay? So some of us, you know, are, we just continue to lay our lives down, and God is saying, I want to breathe into your life. I want to breathe into your life. Stop putting your life on pause. Amen? And I know God's been talking to a lot of people here. Amen? Has he spoken to you? Has he spoken to you through all these testimonies? Amen? Does he speak to you at night? Amen? You know, we're going through these classes about ministry. Where are we? Are we getting involved? Amen. John 20, 19, 22. It's not going to be up there. It says, On the evening of the first day of the week, then the disciples were together with the door locked, for the fear of the Jews. Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples were overjoyed when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them, Peace be with you again. They were scared. They said, Hey, listen, it's me. Peace. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. And with that, he breathed on them, and they received the Holy Spirit. Amen? Amen? Just receive. Today, I think we're going to have a little time of prayer. And I want you guys to receive. Amen? If you want to receive, amen, we'll, we can do that. Ezekiel 37. You don't have that up there either. I was a little late giving it to Mike. Like I said, I want it early. <laughs> Sophia, too. I said, I want it early. I said, I can't give it to you early. Amen. Amen. Ezekiel 37, 4 through 10. And this is what the Lord said. Then he said, prophesy to these bones and say to them, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says to these bones. I will breathe, enter you, 
and you will come to life. I will attach tendons to you and make your flesh come upon you and cover you with skin. I will, I will breathe in you and you will come to life. Then you will know that I am the Lord. So prophesied as I command. And as, and as I was prophesying, there was a noise, a rattling sound, and the bones came together. Bone to bone. I looked, and the tendons and flesh appear on them in the skin, cover them, but there was no breath in them. Amen. So God was doing something here, amen. Can you imagine bones to bones and flesh to flesh, God doing all this? This is incredible. Then he said to them, prophesy, breathe to them, prophesy, son of man. He kept saying, prophesy, prophesy, prophesy. Kept pushing, right? Kept pushing, prophesy, right? And he said, say to it, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe into these, into these slain. And that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded to me to breathe into them. They came to life and stood up on their feet. Amen. God is real. Amen. There's some people here that have given up. Amen. They've given up on dreams. They've given up on ministry. They've given up on people. They've given up on friends. They've given up on pastors. They've given up on, they just gave up. There's people here that's been discouraged. Amen? But that's not a cause for you to lay down your life. The price was already paid. Amen? We don't have to lay down our lives because we got offended. It's part of life. And we have to learn how to position yourself, like Kathy says. We have to learn how to get in battle and position ourselves, right? Don't lay down your life. Don't lay down your dreams, your ministry. Amen? Speak life into them. Breathe into them. Ask God to breathe into your life. Amen? You know, we wanted this, uh, uh, just a time of prayer, a small prayer, and I'm going to have Pastor Josh to come up, and maybe he can just lead us in prayer. I think it's very important that we uh, really take a look at ourselves and where we're at, and what do you want God to do in your life, amen? Amen, we need to take this serious, right? Right?